Okay, so it is 9 p.m. Monday, August the 13th, 2018, and it is time for Techpedition Live, also known as Techpedition the Podcasts. <laughs> um, yes. How's it going, guys? It's we have a special great, guest today. What's up? Mr. Mr. Johnny Green, how are you? Oh, pretty good, sir. How about yourself? Great, great, great. Your dad uh, used to be my manager at Walmart, but you probably knew that already. <laughs> yeah, I think my dad was like everybody's manager at Walmart <laughs> at one point in time. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, man. And also, also was friends with my father as well, which I did not know. My dad knows yeah. your dad, so that's that's pretty yeah. cool, too. That's um, pretty cool. Yeah. So, credits. How's it going, man? It, it, it's going great, man. Good to be on for another podcast. Talk a little bit of tech. Yeah, man. Great. Yeah. Yeah, so so Johnny, man, tell us, tell everybody about your streaming uh, adventures and stuff in your oh. YouTube channel. Oh shoot! Well, um, yeah, it's uh, it's been going on what for shoot almost like a year now. Um, Stalker Actual Gaming uh, let me up on YouTube, but um, mainly mainly focused on like simulation type. So pretty much anything sim, most of the time is going to be like flight sim or something like that, but. Every now and then I'll jump in and um, jump on something else like Fortnite or something, get wiped off the map and um, <laughs> see that. As we all do. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, I've been kind of doing that and um, just having a blast with it, you know, climbing up the subscriber list. So, yeah. You messaged me on, uh, I think it was Steam, talking about you, this story of this hijacking. Uh, and I yes. really, really, really wanted to talk to you about this because oh god, after catching up on CNN, but but yeah, uh, and as Carrie knows, Carrie has just caught up on this video as well. Oh and, my gosh! And, um, and man, it is pretty, pretty sad, man. Pretty sad what happened. So a guy, apparently a worker at the uh, airport, hijacks this plane. How? Would- yes, sir. How is that even possible? And the guy's not a pilot. He is not a pilot. No, and that's that's the that seems to be the question of the day, right? Is um like how does he have access to these aircraft? Well, apparently, from what the uh, news stories and from what other media outlets have been saying, is that this gentleman was like a ground service agent. So basically he was a rampy, right? So not only is he's going to, he's going to have like certain certifications, right? So there are certifications for like towing. So this individual may have um, the training necessary to be able to power up the aircraft, power up said aircraft and uh, manipulate the brakes or something uh, in case, for example, they're towing it to the gate or something like that. So, He's going to have those um, those credentials to be able to do that. So, I mean, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of surprising, but then it's almost not because, you know, he does this thing on a daily basis. So, yeah, just so instead of towing the aircraft, he just (laughs) took off. (laughs) Yeah, well. Yeah, well, just to give a little more insight to the people who may be listening or watching us on YouTube, like you were actually an airline pilot. Legit, straight up. Oh, for real? Yeah, that one. What? Point, yes, so you have that yeah. insider knowledge to how this stuff actually works. So, but yeah, um, that is just not really because regional aircraft. They're actually they look complex, but they're really not. I mean these these aircraft are designed for uh, efficiency 
and they're designed to run multiple trips day in and day out. So, I mean, like the startup process, you're looking at maybe like two steps. So I'm sure, I'm sure said individual has either been around the flight deck during the startup process or has seen it himself. And so, I mean, you know, I mean, I guess if one wants to just go off and do it on his own, I mean, really wouldn't be that, quite honestly, really wouldn't be that big of a deal. Well, well, he talked about in this, you know, this long kind of audio conversation that we got about what happened, about him confessing and and wanting to do these loop-de-loops and barrel rolls, uh, <laughs> which, you, you know, it's sad, but it's hilarious because the guy actually yeah. is surprised he can pull it off, which he makes the statement, and this particularly goes to you again because you stream Flight Sims on your YouTube channel, and he kind of says he learned this from playing video games. Oh God! Not at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. Fodder for Fox News, <laughs> right there. Said that it was an instant. <laughs> God, you know, because you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Yeah. Like nine eleven happened, they were blaming. Um, yep. It was a um, add-on for flight simulator called Seven Sixty Seven PIC, and for a while it got all kinds of flack from it. So. When um, everyone in the flight sim community, when they heard the video game, they instantly knew it was either going to be one or two um, simulation software out there. And, you know, it's, um, you know, it's just, just going to be instant. Yeah. Instant bud to sling to the, for the, uh, for the industry. Oh my God. So, so you, what was the one you just named off the, fl- the flight simulator? Uh, well, the one that, uh, the one that really, um, that came up to be a big issue, like back around 9-11 was 767 PIC. But the two, but the two of question Liz of late is going to be X-Plane 11 and P3D. Okay. Rocky Martin, prepare, uh, prepare 3D. Yeah. Dang, Flight Simulator Microsoft, how far we have fallen. <laughs> yeah. That's the only well, one. I, well, I've heard, by the way, I've heard it explained, though. So that that's cool and uh, like i like to me the video wasn't necessarily funny though the dude was joking around it was just eerie to me like especially knowing that he died and then like it was really really chilling to me like i was man it was crazy i mean and and then like some of the you know it's sad to say but some of the pure joy he had when he was doing some of these moves like oh i didn't think i could do that (laughs) you know and i've heard heard even another um you know uh, another airline pilot talking about you know you shouldn't be able to do this stuff in that plane he was using. So have you ever flown the plane he was flying in? And do, do you know anything specific about the maneuverability? No, not necessarily in that particular type. But, I mean, structurally, these particular types of aircraft, I mean, when you look at them from, you know, uh, performance data and things like that, you know, normally they provide a little bit of buffer. Like, for example, like turbulence. I mean, sometimes you – Hit turbulence there, like that's like unbelievable, you know. But structurally, these aircraft are capable of, you know, quite a lot more than what we put them through. And I mean, if he happened to have pulled it off and he stayed, you know, one G the whole way, really didn't pull a whole lot of G's to stress the airframe. I mean, you know, hey, yeah, I mean, things possible. Yeah, and and there's this one, you know, Carrie talked about eerie, but there's this one video. Of course, we're in the you know cell phone age, and pull out your phone uh, and record. Uh, yeah. There's this one eerie video, like these people standing outside, 
And they're like recording it with their phone. Like this guy's doing loop de loops and barrel rolls. They're like cracking up. And then like in the distance, you see the fighter jet scrambling like right behind them. So man, yeah, just, it was just weird. Yeah, it was weird. But you notice a lot of people were thinking. I know I was reading one article where uh, one of the onlookers was like, "Dude, I thought it was freaking they're getting ready for air show or something." Oh. You know, <laughs> like they didn't really take it seriously, and yeah. it's just like. You know, which I, I mean, I can kind of see that because I'm not going to yeah. lie. If I see a Dash 8, you know, pulling loops, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to think they're, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, one, I'll be running the other way, but, you know, two, it's just like, that's just not going to come to my mind. So, so let me ask you this, Johnny. Um, were there any chance, was there any chance that the fighter just to scramble, was there any chance that they would have shot him down? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, honestly, I was kind of that was one of my questions because it's like, you know, why wait so long? You know, I mean, it, it didn't seem as if he had any intentions of heading toward a high populated area. But if you look at if you listen to some of the um, the uh, air traffic control recordings, you know, they're steadily trying to guide him to a yeah. a less populated area the first the first thing was it was like okay okay here's a runway we're giving you a heading head there and we'll land there and we'll you know we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this later and then uh, i guess the guy was like no nah, i can't do it whatever and then finally they were just like you know what apparently this guy has other intentions so they're trying to guide him away from sparsely you know from heavily populated areas and when they scrambled the uh f 15s, which apparently they hit like supersonic getting there. So yeah, they were not playing. But um, uh, they they see. I don't know if they were just kind of watching him or yeah. what. I was. That's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah, and, and to me, like you know, we can we can get off this, but but to me, like the, <laughs> one of the most scariest things about it, he seemed like a very calm and collected person when he was talking. Right. He seemed like he had like a momentary lapse lapse in judgment to where he did this, and he's talking about. Oh, I don't want to disappoint my family. And he's, he's even saying, I want to stay away from crowded areas. I don't want to try to land this thing at a populated airport. You know, he's yep. making all these, these sane judgment calls, but yet he has done something just, you know, unspeakable, you know? Yep. Yeah. It was, it's, it's, it's weird. It's, it's really hard to get. I think that's probably what the FBI is trying to figure out now, right? It's like, what was this guy's ultimate motive? Because, you know, it wasn't to inflict any kind of mayhem at all. When they they uh, look at the guy's blog, I mean, it seems to be, you know, all happy, you know, not a hint of, you know, trouble or anything like that. And, um, you know, all of a sudden he just jumps into the airplane and does that. So, yeah, it's that was, that, was, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was weird because, you know, I kind of wonder as far as, like, security measures, you know, what, yeah. what the... Homeland Security is going to do about that, but oh, you best believe they're going to clamp down on that. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's like what else? Because I mean, ultimately, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like what else can you do, right? Because it's like ultimately there has to be someone there servicing the airplane. So yep. someone at yep. some point in time is going to have to touch the airplane. And I guess, I guess, I guess here's the reality of it, ladies and gentlemen. I guess <laughs> the reality is, is like if someone's going to do something, yeah. they're going to do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's. I mean, you just, there's just no, I mean, there's no way around it, you know? Um, it's like I said, sad and extremely unfortunate, you know? Um, but, you know, I guess this is, 
one of those deals, you know, maybe perhaps, you know, maybe a, a lapse in judgment, you know, on, the, on yeah. the behalf of uh, the security may have, could have prevented it. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Cool. So, Carrie, do you want to move on to some more tech, man? Yeah. Um, there's one thing in particular uh, that I'd like to talk about next. Um, knowing, you know me, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that I'm like tinfoil hat about um, personal assistant devices. Uh-oh. So like the Echo, the Google <laughs> Home, like I'm just yeah. like, they freak me out. I've owned both and both of them. I eventually just ended up selling them because it they the the freak out factor was way more than the benefit. And it was really cool to be like, hey, Alexa, play Johnny Lang or something. And it's like, you know, like yeah. that's cool. And, you know, getting the weather forecast when we up that. But I feel like the risk outweighs the benefit. And this is just <laughs> another example of that. So apparently security researchers have found a way to hack into an Amazon Echo. And it's not as crazy as you think. So oh they have gosh. a. They have a hacked echo or a compromised echo or a tainted echo, if you will. Um, And like apparently Amazon devices or this might be smart smart speakers in general, but especially Amazon devices, they are um, they are uh, designed to, you know, communicate with each other and be like smart speakers. So like you have you have echo in your office, you have echo in your living room and it's like, hey, Alexa, play play while my guitar gently weeps in my living room and it's like okay there's every living room um but the thing about this is there's no necessary not necessarily any like authentication or anything yeah so yeah basically what what these people did was they took their tainted echo and they just put it in the proximity (laughs) of another echo wow and (sighs) you know they talk to each other like hey hey i know you hey what's up and and apparently when that happens the tainted echo uses there was there's a vulnerability in the echo to where when they do this handshake that they were able to take their tainted echo and infect the regular one. Wow. So wow. now when, when they do that, this secure, this hacker, thankfully this is security people that are just looking for vulnerabilities, but they were able to listen in and record <laughs> anything that that echo could hear. Um, and yeah. Yeah. So, man, yeah th- this, you know, hats off to the people who figured this out because this is brilliant. I mean, of course they're going to have the gateway to the outside world from the echo rock solid, but as soon as they started introducing, you know, having multiple Echo devices in the same household, mm. you, you got to think they should. Well, they should <laughs> be thinking about how rock solid their security can be, because to me, this is just ingenious of finding like the weakest point in, in just kind of, um, you know, putting this fake Echo out there <laughs> that apparently, <laughs> apparently they pulled some of the soldered parts off to, to put their own modifications on the Echo that, that is actually able to hack in and listen in on other Echoes. Wow. Just, just freaking brilliant, man. Wow. Wow. Stay woke. Dude. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I'm telling Stay you, man, it, it is real. Good. Stay nice. woke. I mean, you know, it makes sense because people have been saying for the longest that IOT devices in general are horrible security wise. And like, if you look a little deeper, like most of the vulnerabilities are not again, like talking to the internet outside the world, but it's like when they try to talk to each other, it's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Convolutes the matter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cause, um, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of thinking about it. Cause like everybody's on the bandwagon of, you know, got to have that assistant, you got Google Home and then Alexa. And, you know, I mean, as a, you know, 
you know, looking from as a uh, from a perspective of average consumer, it's just like, you know, yeah, I gotta have it. But I mean, like, who's to say, you know, they're not listening in while they're they while you know listening. you're. I know, I know. They are. You know, you know, you're like, you know, talking banking and whatever, and yeah. you know, oh, so man. you're like, you know, you're sitting in the negatives, and it's like eating struggle meals and stuff. Man, that's horrible. Can <laughs> have that. And it's like I don't, I don't know if they did, but I'm pretty sure a couple of years ago the government renewed the Patriot Act. So like, like the, the thing about it is like they could they don't need a warrant they could just tap in you know if yeah. they know you have a, a device yeah. with a speaker in your house they can just tap into it and it's totally legal we're not even Spectators. talking about google or <laughs> we're not even talking about google or like um you know we're not talking about any of that and like like i said i, don't, I can't remember if the patriot act was renewed or not but if it was then i mean that's fair game oh yeah yeah, yeah sure. man yeah Dang, it's a lot of depressing news. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something that's not going to lift up your spirits. Uh, uh, Sony's rigid cross-play stance might have prevent Elder Scrolls Legends from seeing a PS4 release. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, only uh, matter of time. Sony, only Sony, matter of time. And you know, I could get into the details of the article, but it just seems like. This is like a snowball starting at the top of the hill <laughs> and beginning to roll down because people are really adamant about this crossplay. And it's cool to not only see, of course, us as, you know, game players have been on it forever, but you're seeing publishers starting to jump on the bandwagon as, as well. And I think that's the thing that's finally going to change it, man. Like the publishers yeah. getting on board and wanting their games to be the same effective experience on every platform. Uh, is 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 really pushing the ball forward as far as crossplay is concerned. Exactly. I mean, look at you know I hate to kind of bring up Epic Games, but you know I look at it like Fortnite for example. Yeah. You know now they have crossplay for PS4 and you know PC, and I mean it is exploding. Yes, it yes. is exploding. You know, and I yeah. mean it's PUBG. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean it's it's been real. I'm not gonna lie, man. I was. I was like, man, Fortnite, it's garbage, it's trash, right? And, yeah, yeah, fool out of me. <laughs> you ever, um, you remember being on the schoolyard and it's recess and the kids are all out playing, and then you see these two kids they are like getting upset at each other, and they start like fussing back and forth, but they're not really gonna like do anything. They're just really upset, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> this kid in the back just starts saying, "Fight." Like, like, yeah. like, this, yeah. like Microsoft is Microsoft yeah. is a little kid. Like they they instigated this entire thing. Yeah. To their credit, I mean, and it, like you said, it's just snowball now to where Sony's gonna. They're pretty much painted into a corner now to where it's like they're gonna start losing games if they don't open up the ports to the PlayStation world. And um, it, I, I think. The whole Microsoft thing, Microsoft painting themselves as being altruistic is kind of a misnomer because they were the pe- they were Sony last generation. Yeah. They were the ones Sony wanted to do this and Microsoft didn't. But now that Sony's just killing them, you know, they've found yeah. another angle and it's working. Yeah, they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like bending over backwards. And like even in this article here, it says it even mentions about like the mods with Bethesda and how Sony doesn't allow the mods on their platform. Like Microsoft like bent over backwards to allow that uh, a few years yeah. back. And you know, it's 
it's working in a sense. Now I don't know if it's getting new people into the Microsoft fold, but I mean, just looking at the large, the broader scope, I mean, if you can play something on Android, play it on freaking, um, uh, iOS, iOS game in really. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, so the Apple. most walled garden of yes. them all. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah. they're really without excuse. So I'm I'm waiting with bated breath to see <laughs> how this actually turns out because it's been pretty interesting to see it unfold over the course of the last year. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of worried about Microsoft because I mean, even like this year's E3, there's been a, they've been having a lot of problems with getting games. I mean, yeah. just where are that? That's my question to you, Microsoft. <laughs> if you're listening, where are the games? Yeah. Where are they? Yeah. I mean, hello, well, games. They, they like, bought like five it. studios. I mean, um. <laughs> yeah, the guy that um, they just bought, they just formed a new studio. The guy, dang, what game was it? Ah, I was just reading Some this. The we happy not, few. That's not the one. Not crackdown. Not we happy few. Um, it just came out. And the guy, the person that like was the producer, or whatever this game, they're forming a new studio with him. But I can't. It'll. I'm sure it'll come to me later. But as far as a crossplay thing, it's 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 here now. Like yeah, they have no way to avoid it. So if Microsoft can't beat Sony with with just pure games and my, <laughs> like so, Sony is betting a thousand on original titles oh, right yeah, now like I, I want close. to buy a PS4 just to play Ghost of Tsushima like that game looks phenomenal okay. and oh yeah <laughs> so it's like I mean th- they've got a fight on all fronts and this is just another way to do it because seriously if I had friends that had all these other consoles in the in the great new game was coming out I mean let's just say for instance I'm just saying Call of Duty but it could be anything um you know, if if all my friends are going to be online and I want to play with them, I'm not going to buy the PS4 version. I'm yeah. just not. Yeah. So, I mean, it 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 they're kind of getting them where it hurts, and it, like you said, I'm really interested to see where it goes because I mean, this could be Microsoft's foot back. You know, there, it could be their way back to the top, honestly, because yeah. that's a huge sale. <laughs> yeah. A huge, huge, sweet, cool. Uh-huh. Do I need to take one? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Um. No, I won't really talk about Spotify. <laughs> what was the other one? Um. Smash. smash. Okay. Um. Are you guys familiar with uh mesh networking standards? Yes. Um, what? Yes. yes. Okay. So basically, um, in the past, um, if you had a router, let's just say a Linksys router, and um, your house was too small. To, for the router to cover their entire thing, I mean, you're pretty much if you want to use if you want to set up a mesh, then you're pretty much locked into like let's say you want to buy another router and put it at the other side of your house. If you want to set up a mesh network, pretty much your only choice was to buy another Linksys router. Yeah. But um, they just uh, there was the Wi-Fi Alliance just released this new Easy Mesh standard, and um, basically this Aris um that I posted the link to is going to be the first uh router to support the Wi-Fi mesh networking standard. Um so basically any other router by any other company that supports the Easy Mesh <laughs> that name makes me laugh. But any, <laughs> any, any other company you can throw that router in here and you're good to go. So that's speaking of not having wall gardens, this is another, you know, I guess another um notch in that belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think the first one that got really popular was the, um, Eero, Eero router. 
Uh, you have that one. You have Google Wi-Fi. They have a mesh routers. Uh, Linksys has a version, uh, as well as Netgear and Ubiquity. So, I mean, the, the, the thing is like, you know, all of these ones I just mentioned, I believe have their own standard for communicating with, with each other. So what Carrie yeah. is saying that is this going to allow them to be interchangeable, which would be pretty freaking cool. Like I remember yeah. doing back this back in the day, you know, you get two wireless routers, you have to set one up as a bridge. It was a pain in the butt, but pain it could work. Butt, yep. Yeah, it, it could yeah. work. It could work. But you know, they're just taking the ease out of it. And the thing is with these routers are that most of them are managed in the cloud. Um, some of them come with subscriptions that you have to pay for, but most of them are managed in the crowd, cloud. It means monthly updates, security updates, and things like that. So, I mean, this is kind of where everything is moving. I think it's a good thing. And like, yeah, anything with interchangeability is, is, is definitely where we need to be going. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gives you a lot more flexibility, you know, especially with all these manufacturers coming out with, with, uh, gear now. I think, heck, doesn't TP Link have one too? Yeah. Yeah. So. Cool. So, openness. So, mm. so guys, um, tell me how excited you are about Nintendo Switch Online. Nobody, <laughs> no, nobody. Uh, <sighs> oh God, please uh, let there not be friend codes. Um, yeah, I don't know if they can fix their their voice chat deal. I'm, yeah, that's they need to start there. So their service, which is slated to start mid September, uh, will be, uh, individual memberships cost $4 a month, $8 for three months and $20 a year. All in all, that's not that much, but what do you actually get for that? Um, I think that's the big question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get the ability to play online, which you had prior to September already. Um, you're going to get the ability to get several uh, of their classic titles from NES and I guess SNES as well. Uh, you get the ability for a cloud backup, which, you know, that's pretty cool if you're switching devices. Mm-hmm. So I, I think for what you're getting in this iteration, the price is okay. $20 a year is not bad. I will be yeah. shocked if if Smash isn't locked when Smash Brothers comes out. I will be shocked if it's not locked to this Nintendo Switch Online service. And to me, that's a big sale. It's that probably going forward, all of their games are going to be require the service. And like another thing, I want to say is like I just think it's hilarious because I remember what what it, what was it ten years ago. Um, when Halo 2 released and Xbox Live became a thing, and it was fifty dollars a year, sixty. I think it was fifty uh, when it came out. Yeah. Everybody else, Sony, the Sony people, the PlayStation people, and the Nintendo people were like, why are you playing for online service? <laughs> and then Sony was his last generation. Sony finally started charging for their online service. And then it was it went from, why are you paying for online service to, well, at least we get free games with ours. And now, you know, Nintendo's joined too. Because, I mean, you can't provide a great online service for free. You just can't. I mean, yeah. y- you can't. Like I remember playing online on a PS2. Um, no, nobody remembers the horrible days of GameSpy <laughs> on on. Uh, oh man! Oh, <laughs> oh GameSpy! Oh my god! Yeah, I, th- I think the fr- I know some of the games when they rolled online. Yeah, they rolled it through yep. GameSpy, which was uh, it worked. It worked, but uh, that's about all you can say about it. Is it <laughs> yeah. Ish. These kids are living I in the glory days and they don't know it. Don't even know oh, it. Oh man. 
Remember when the Dreamcast came out, had an online play, but it, it you know, and it, it, it was just like way before. His, I'm sorry, I yeah. just wanted to mention Dreamcast. It's, no, yeah, it was, it was it neat was, here nor there. It was definitely before his time. <laughs> way before his time. Oh, 56k. Mm, get some. <laughs> but yeah, at least they're giving. At least they're giving games away. I mean, that's. I mean, if if I had a Nintendo system, I'd be pretty upset about this. To be honest with you, because it's like you said, you're, you've been giving it to me for free, and now you're going to yeah. charge me like some yeah. crack dealer. Like it's just not, yeah. not right. It's it, not right. Old, old bait and switch. Yeah, yeah. But for them <laughs> to not launch with it is no dope. pun intended. I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh man. But I don't know. I, I will give Nintendo kudos, though. I mean, even with the. Uh, with I mean just the platform itself. I mean I don't know if you guys played it at all or played with it. I have. Yeah, I mean it's my son has one and it's like you know I'm up here playing Super Mario and he's like Daddy, Daddy, <laughs> Daddy. You know I mean it's just you know it's, it's the ultimate ultimate mobile device. You know as yes, far as like yes. when you talk in terms of portability. So by them sliding in this whole deal for, you know, paying for online service, you know, man, 20 bucks a year. I mean, yeah. you spend your money on worse, right? Yeah, That's it's, true. It's kind of what everybody yeah. else is doing. And, and again, just to like the merits of the Nintendo Switch, um, I mean, it's just wonderful to look back when we, when at, at the first, what, with Game Boy back in the day. Game Boy. Oh, the, the big brick and to see where mm. they are now, what, 40, 30 years, some odd years later. Oh, man. Um, mm. Just that evolution is freaking awesome, man. That's great. <laughs> you could bludgeon somebody to death with the original <laughs> game. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. It was. <laughs> it was oh, in some states, I think. Yeah. It's classic, though, man. It's classic. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dude! You remember how they had the magnifying thing and yeah. the, oh, and the <laughs> speakers and oh my oh, god, in the light. Oh, oh man, back in the let day. Up, let me pull out my old virtual boy. No, no, <laughs> you're no. not pulling it out. You're not pulling it out from anywhere. Can we? Can we say that's all? Probably the worst video game product ever made. Can 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 we? It's definitely in the top five. Yeah, it is at the top. To what was it like the VR zone or something like that? That was oh, yeah, man. That the Philips CDI and oh, yeah, man. that's probably the, that's probably the worst one. At <laughs> yeah, least with the CDI, yeah. you had CD audio. I mean, yeah, yeah, at the very least. Oh my god, that's yeah, yeah. The yeah. guy, the guy that made that was the same guy who created the Game Boy. Really? And after after that failed. <laughs> Nintendo gave him a window seat. And if you don't know what a window seat is wow. in Japan, if you're if you're a high executive at a company, like if you do something, if you screw up, basically, they don't <laughs> they, they don't fire you. What no. they do is they you keep your salary. You remember Silicon Valley, how they had all the people on the roof that weren't doing anything? Yep. You see Silicon Valley? Yep. They basically they pay them and then they just push them aside and they have no <laughs> oh. power. No authority, <laughs> and it literally a Windows like that's what that wow. they did to that guy, and then he wow. died in the car. Oh, rest in peace. That's sad. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I think the last great thing he did was Game Boy Pocket, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah Game Boy Pocket. Yeah, it was life. I'm not gonna lie about that. Not gonna lie, man. I just <laughs> like I keep bringing us down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm even more depressed. I don't never know. I don't never know. Have you guys like noticed the amount of VR headsets that are being released other than the Oculus and the HTC Vive? 
I have not. I know you have the what's the company they thought There's was a Lenovo vaporware? One. Lenovo, yep. Asus has one now. Really? The, but but the they're Lenovo the Windows was like they're the Windows versions, right? The made for Windows. I forget what it's called. Uh, what is the Lenovo? Windows? Um, oh, I got mixed reality. Yeah, mixed reality. yeah, Windows yeah. mixed reality. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's it's pretty much a a VR headset, though. I mean, the only difference is the reason they call it mixed reality is because the two cameras on the front do all the tracking, and uh, you can actually see, so you don't like run into anything. I think you can kind of like chroma key it to where you can uh-huh. kind of what's going on, so you don't like run into your disc or something. Okay. But the, the Lenovo one, I, I almost bought one because I'm thinking about it. Because like a couple months ago, it was on sale for like 200 bucks. Sure was. Wow. Sure um, was. It's 4.49. But yeah, I almost bought one. Oof. Man, I'm trying to, trying to think of the one that just came out with a product, but they were like right for the longest. Really? I know. It's sort of like. I, has- yeah, well, this one is sort of like uh, the HoloLens, but I cannot remember the name. It's VR slash AR. Um, let me see. HoloLens ripoff. Oh, Magic Leap. Magic Leap. Magic Leap. Yeah, I think oh, they okay. just dropped a pl- product recently that's like a few thousand dollars. But yeah, man, it's getting oh, there, wow. man. It's getting there. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean... For it to get mainstream, I feel like, and this is ridiculous that I'm even saying this in the age of $1,000 cell phones, but I feel like <laughs> in order for it to take off, it's going to have to get to like 150 Yeah. Like that's 100 sort of price point. Yeah. To be marketable, which I mean, it's getting there. What, two? I think it was like, it got as low as like 230 something for the Lenovo. <laughs> so around there. That's not Ish. bad. That's not bad. <laughs> I'm looking at this magically. It looks so ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's it looks pretty. It, it looks pretty ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, the magic! Yeah. So, Carrie, did you want to talk about this Red Dead Redemption story before we? Uh, oh yeah. So mm. yeah. So this is what I was wanting to talk to you about earlier and forgot. So Daryl Gallagher. Um, no, 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 no. So he heads the studio who came to Microsoft for Square Enix and Activision. I don't, I guess it's called the initiative. Oh. Um, they hired the writer and designer for Red Dead Redemption. They also hired somebody else. Um, the producer of God of War actually is oh. a member of the studio too. Um, oh, yeah, other employees include Dan Newberger, who was a 12 year veteran of Crystal Dynamics, who'd been making the Tomb Raider games. Um, Blake Fisher. 12 year old Microsoft, 12, 16 year Microsoft veteran in publishing. Any lower, formerly of a recruiter. Oh, I don't care about a recruiter. Uh, so, yeah, so, I mean, they're they're trying to get those originals going, man. I mean, yeah, what's the Microsoft head name? Microsoft chief uh, video game guy? I forget his name. Major Nelson? Larry no, Hurd? No, yep. no, no. The, C, the CEO. Phil Spencer? Yeah, Phil Spencer. Mike Jones? <laughs> Major Nelson. Mike Jones. Who? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 Phil has has kind of made this commitment don't, that he's gonna don't bring... hurt me, Phil Spencer. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 yeah, he's he's made this commitment that he's going to kind of pull Microsoft up as much as he can. He's making this commitment to to original titles, and you know he's Please. he's he's been there what a few years now, but he's starting to slowly. Turn things around, but I don't know, man. It's it seems like it's a a hard road to hoe, man. It's just not changing quickly. I just feel at like all. 
Yeah, those are just kind of stagnant right now. Yeah. I think they put so much energy in like toppling Sony last generation, <laughs> and they finally kind of did it. It was actually, I would say, it was a stalemate. But it was like, oh shoot, what do we do now? And and I hate this because I feel like they were doing the right thing. Um, they looked at they looked at what Steam was doing, what Valve was doing with Steam. And the convenience of not ever having to have your games anywhere. It's like it's linked to your account. And, you know, the di- you get a disc with a Steam game, but the disc really, you know, the disc doesn't really mean nothing. The, your game's license is linked to your account. So if you take that disc, you install it somewhere else. It's not going to do anything. Uh, and they were trying to incorporate some of that into the Xbox Live family. And I mean, the community backlash was just ridiculous. I mean, I, I, I. In some senses, I understand the whole rental thing, but at the same time, if you look at what they were trying to do, it's what everybody's going to do in the next console generation. And Sony just took advantage of it and just destroyed them in that E3. And I mean, they just never recovered from that. I I hate to point to that, but to me, that's why that by itself is pretty much why they feel so far behind Sony. Yeah. Sony like, we're the console for the people. And everybody bought it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they did. I did. Totally did. Have you I guys have you guys heard anything about the rumors about the next Xbox console that they may have two? They may have one that's purely a cloud streaming box. No, with no, no games. Anything? Yeah, with no games. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it came out on therot.com a few weeks ago. Uh, but they're calling it the X Cloud, I guess, but it's supposed to be their cloud streaming service with another Xbox that that's all it does. It streams from the cloud. Really? Yeah. I don't think we're there as far as internet. The no box. The no box. <laughs> the no box. Uh, uh, the no like, box. I, like, like, I would be down for that, but then again, I have gigabit ether- internet. I'm, that I, That's not common so like yeah if you don't it's totally common here but yeah if you don't have low latency it's like (laughs) good luck with that buddy um yeah you're getting fragged by noobs all over the place if you yeah so for me even more than usual (laughs) my my biggest concern about microsoft's next console is what are they going to call it because you've had the xbox they didn't want to do xbox 2 because sony was going to have playstation 3 out so they did Xbox 360, and then we were like, "Oh, she went." So they go back to one. So like, what? 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 Did... <laughs> Xbox 10A, ladies and gentlemen. The next Xbox. Xbox, Xbox One X 360. What? Do, like, what are the... <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Two oh, X. Xbox Two X. That works. Yes, sir. Yeah. Four yeah. K, twenty frames a second. <laughs> Well, they'll probably have to do like Xbox Five Twelve so they can keep up with PlayStation Five, or um, yeah. I don't know what Microsoft Naming, is thinking. Just call it the Xbox and let it be that, folks. Yeah, just Xbox. I don't know what they're going. So, guys, I think we're ready to wrap up here. Um, um, I guess we'll we'll go around the horn real quick and and see what everybody's been up to. Johnny Green, any parting oh, man, parting words? Me? Parting words, man. Yeah. What's parting been working words. on? Oh man. Uh, I've got, got a couple things going on. Let's try to branch out a little more with my channel. Um, so I uh, start dropping some content with uh, on Twitch as well. And just uh, keeping on, keeping on, <laughs> trying to move on up to the east side. <laughs> so. Oh, man. 
What about you, Care? <sighs> what have I been up to? Um, so I recently picked up me a shiny new Fender Telecaster, so Ooh, hopefully wow. I'll have some new music out soon. I guess that's probably the most pressing thing that um I'll be doing. Uh still want to get a game and I we hadn't had a game and I forever, so oh, yeah. um, I I've got to get off my butt and actually get that together. But other than that, you know, just the usual suspects. Uh, uh try try to make it on the STD cast whenever I can. It's the mm. disgusting trick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to see. Oh, God. I just wanted to say it one last time for posterity. Yeah. Let it die. That name worked. It worked. Let it the worked. Pie star. Oh, my gosh. That name worked, man. <laughs> so no, traf- no traffic is bad traffic. <laughs> mm. okay. Take it all. Do we talk about the fact I'm getting totally off the subject? Do we talk about the fact that Carrie Fisher is going to be in the 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 next Star Wars movie? We no. did not talk about. It. And Lando oh, is going to be there in there as well. Did you guys know that? Lando Calrissian. Lando oh. Calrissian. Um. Oh, yeah. The the you know that to me those two are is like okay good they're going to cut together some footage that she shot on a green screen or something that's great it's heartwarming they're not completely yeah. cutting her out I think the Fisher family is happy about that two things I didn't know was I didn't know her daughter was in the last movie I did not because I don't even remember seeing her but she was Billy Lord I think is her name she was in the last movie I don't yeah that's her daughter Billy Lord is her daughter um and like she's going to be in the next movie too and the other thing is, I'm glad that Luke's going to be in this movie. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, of course he has. Hopefully, to be. Oh, maybe JJ will retcon a few things, but for the most part, if he's just if he's just a four spirit, I'll be happy. At least he's there. Yeah, at least he's there in spirit. Yeah. Well, uh, guys, like Harry mentioned, you can check me out on the Discussing Trek podcast as well as Discussing Who and Discussing Comics. Just go to those websites and, uh, yeah, yeah, you can check us out there. And I think that's it. Uh, Carrie, Johnny, anything else, man? Um, fake news. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. Very, very quick. I can't, I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Hey guys, don't miss an episode of the Techpedition podcast. For more information, go to techpedition.com slash subscribe. T-E-C-H P-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot com.